Welcome to the Regroup Hour, the podcast that's all about how we make and manage change by building a bedrock of self-care. Self-care that comes from self-awareness and self-compassion. This is a gentle hour-ish to take some time out for yourself to simply be and see whatever this time brings. It truly is an opportunity to regroup. So I didn't know what to focus this episode of the podcast on. And ordinarily, I've got a pretty clear idea or something will come up in the week and I'll think, oh, yes, brilliant. It's that. Or I'll have been, have a, I'll have had a plan in my head for a little while about a particular guest that I'll have on or just someone that, uh, that has sparked my interest um, around a particular theme that might have been coming up in like client conversations or whatever. So generally speaking, I've got a pretty clear idea of what I'm going to cover. But this week, it just that thing didn't arise. And so I was almost wondering whether or not to even record the episode, because the last thing I'd ever want to do is record something for the sake of recording it. That doesn't seem to be um, kind of sitting comfortably with the whole premise or ethos of what we're trying to do with the regroup hour, what we're hopefully are doing with the regroup hour and uh, creating space for reflection and contemplation and exploration and other words ending in should, etc. Um, so it actually took until Friday afternoon when I had a chat with Angus, he of the intro and the outro music, our producer on the show. And, uh, and I was saying to him, I'm so sorry, I haven't recorded it yet. I'll get it to you as soon as I can um, or not, because I might not actually do one. And um, and I was talking about the fact that, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, about the challenge sometimes with decision making or and how and then that sort of merged into a conversation around doubt and uh, how, you know, how interesting an experience that can be. And we were just chatting around that. And then Ang reminded me of something that I often talk about with clients, which is this this essence of softening into the not knowing. And then, of course, today's topic became very clear. Um, So today is all about doubt. And it's all about how sometimes decisions can feel really hard. And I think that 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 feels really present at the moment with, um, with a lot of people um, around me, a lot of clients, a lot of friends, uh, people that I talk to around, you know, with with everything that's going on with COVID still sort of continuing. Um, So I'm recording this in February. Um, It can feel more difficult to make decisions because our time horizons have shifted. And I've talked about that on the podcast before but you may be noticing that it's harder to look sort of further ahead or further into the future because 
it's things feel so uncertain and stuff that in the past we might have just taken for granted uh, that there was a degree of certainty around it like of course I go on holiday in the summer because that's what I do every year whereas this year that may well not be the case because it may well not have been the case last year as well um so we can you know we can have this this sort of sense right now in this present place where we are that decision making may feel harder and and with decision making feeling harder then doubt may also be present as well so just a, a sort of reflection to kind of throw that out there to see if that resonates with you um and and one of the things about this is to remember that life isn't binary so we all live in the gray and i'm not suggesting a kind of dismal murky gray i'm kind of thinking about it more as the kind of gray that pharaoh and ball might call um like dawn sky or or underwing of a cooing dove or <laughs> something like that where it's a kind of soft gray um and and sometimes you know sometimes that can be enough just to accept that we're in a place of not knowing so an outcome of my conversation with ang was was an acceptance of not knowing what i wanted to to talk about today so what i thought could be um a slightly different approach and we'll you know everything's an experiment is i'm going to share a couple of pieces of writing with you and on a connected note i was a guest on somebody else's podcast this week we, we did the recording this week and i'll share when the episode is aired um, and one of the things that we ended up talking about is the importance of journaling on my own change journey and the interviewer asked me if i ever went back and looked at what i'd written over the past few years and and i occasionally do and so i thought today i will see what falls into my hand and does it feel resonant or relevant with this topic of doubt so i went to the bookshelf behind me and i pulled this book uh which it must be from when i was doing my corporate job because it's a think with google notebook and it's from 2018 to 2019 so presumably sometime around mid 2018 i wrote this i don't put the dates on my journal entries i just put which day it was so this is day 84 um and one of the reasons why i don't put the date is because i don't want to build in any sense of obligation of having to do this and i know what i'm like if i can see that i haven't journaled for three or four days then i could end up with a um like my performance driver could kick into action and i could end up criticizing myself for not having committed fully to doing something that i know is good for me so very very early on i just well right from the very beginning in fact i started with day one and and i've never put dates so i have no idea of when these things actually were written other than the fact that on the books it says 
broadly um, what year. Uh, so I'm going to read day 84. And when you hear it, you'll realize why it feels very relevant to this topic of doubt. And then I also picked up my darling girl. And I thought I will open to a random page in there and see what comes up and whether that feels resonant with this topic of doubt. And it really does. It actually feels like an antidote to times of doubt. So settle in because today we're going to be doing a reading. So, day 84 from the journal. You might hear the paper turning as well, for full authenticity. How these persistent doubts keep clambering in. I think I've overcome a train of thought, diverted it and sent it off to a different destination. But then it appears again, steam puffing over the horizon, getting closer until it starts obscuring my view and then I become lost in the fog of its thinking, sinking into it until it starts to feel like truth again. I'm not worthy, I make mistakes, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm wrong, unloved, unlovable, I'm a fool. These limiting beliefs crowding in, each one clamoring to be heard until all that's left is a heavy feeling in my heart and bones. And I can feel even my skin is sagging, my cheeks and lips too heavy to raise a smile, a small frown tucked in between my eyebrows, settled there for the long haul. And it's all happened so easily because I thought I was okay. I thought I was having a good day. I wasn't vigilant and didn't notice the whispers, too caught up in the doing, forgetting about the importance of being. My attention taken by tasks, my mind off on its own merry way, my body responding to wherever my mind took me until we found ourselves here. And then that climb back up out of the fog. Oh, it feels so long. But just as I slipped down into this place, I can slip back out of it. This language we use of up and down it implies the same effort is used as if our moods were mountains, as if we have to strap on shoes with toe spikes and crampons and seize a rope and an axe to begin our climb, like 19th century mountaineers climbing the Eiger, gaze cast high to its snowy peak, heart heavy as we know the dangers and challenges in store. But moods aren't linear. They don't have highs and lows. They are all on one level. They are all there, within reach, laid out like a smorgasbord of choice, selections, each one wrapped and ready to pick up and take away. Joy, happiness, pleasure, courage, bravery, hope, fun, kindness, laughter, spirit, adventure, compassion, they are all there nestled amongst each other, and gratitude, of course. They are all there, amongst the self-doubt and fear and shame. We just need to reach out our hand and choose the one we most want, not to sweep the others upon the floor, but leave them all there, honouring the fact 
that we have a choice. Recognizing that sometimes it feels hard to choose the ones that make us feel how we want to feel, how we deserve to feel. Because we do all deserve to feel good and positive and free from those feelings that hold us back. They're not trying to hurt us. They're trying to keep us safe. But they sometimes forget that by keeping us eternally safe, they create a prison. One that keeps dangers out and keeps us held in. So when these feelings arise, that feel as though they're here to stay, that make our feet feel weighted to the floor with heaviness of our heart, open our eyes and see the full selection of choices we have available. Reach out and choose something new. The choice is there, each one as accessible as another. Close our eyes and feel how it feels to be happy, safe, confident, and breathe. And then I always end my journal with a thank you and a couple of kisses. <laughs> so, gosh, I, I remember writing that entry. And when I opened the book randomly today and saw what it was about, and it's entirely about doubt, of course, it felt incredibly um, fortuitous that it should be the one that landed in my hand. And, and I think the message, as I read it again for myself now, the message really is that we go through these cycles. Um, you know, we do the work, we find ourselves coming into a good place, we, um, you know, we shore ourselves up, and um, and the that thing that I noted in the journal about um, that I hadn't been vigilant. So my memory is that I'd actually stopped some of the practice of the self-care. I'd slightly taken my foot off the pedal and been coasting. And, and really what that is is a reminder of how important it is that we practice the self-care. We really, we practice that, um, you know, noting uh, if we have a, that negative voice coming in, um, we practice the, the deep compassion and we continue to practice the art of self-awareness when times are good, not just when we're in a place where we need it as first aid. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that. And then, and then to close today, this is a very, this is a bite-sized version of the podcast, but, um, to close today, there is this, this particular piece of writing from my darling girl, which, which I hope, like me, you will sense it as an antidote to the times of doubt, an antidote to those times when 
when we can fall into the place where all we hear is that voice of judgment or, you know, the inner critic. And, and it's a reminder of something that's really fundamental and really, yes, just of fundamental importance that we hold in our hearts. So, my darling girl, Think of all the happy times. Think of frost sparkling in the trees. Think of leaves softening your step. Think of sand beneath your toes. Think of sun on your skin. Think of cold biting at your cheeks. Think of sweetly scented rooms. Think of hands held in yours. Think of hugs that warm your soul. Think of kisses light as air. Think of friendships, love and care. Think of who you've been with and where. Think of every happy moment, minute, hour, day, month, year. Think of this life and all the times there have been when your heart has sung and your cheeks have ached with smiling. Think of the constants there have been, the threads that flow through all these times. And remember that in truth, there is just one, one constant, one thread, one person, who has always been in the center of this happiness. You, of course, my love, it's you. So there we go. I hope you enjoyed today. I hope it sparked some thoughts for you about your own times of doubt, Maybe about your ability to stay in the not knowing when decisions feel hard and allow your awareness to arise from inspiration, maybe from a conversation with someone else, like um, as I experienced on Friday with Angus, or from an inner awareness that comes up from your belly and um, helps you see what the right decision is for you to make. And as ever, I thank you for listening. I thank you for being here today. Um, and if you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy any of the episodes of the Regroup Hour, it would be wonderful if you would leave a note on Apple Podcasts and just to say how it was for you and um, help us spread the word and introduce more people to the work that we do here. And I thank Angus as ever uh, for his music and also obviously for his inspiration today. And I send you a hug and a wave. <laughs>